Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. And welcome, welcome everyone to another Get Up Show, Simon Says podcast. It's the one after 12 and the one before 14, and that's all we need to say about that. It's we don't need to say another. It's number 13. You bah, only do bah, that. Bah. You only do that to mess with me when I go out of my way to not say it, and then you say it all like, this is the coolest thing I'm going to say today, because you yeah, don't want to hear speak it. it. You got to speak it into existence, and then it's not so scary. No, that doesn't work for me. Should it I just definitely doesn't work? Should we skip this in the numbering system when we put it up up online? So it's like a, a, a an elevator. It just that'd be a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll call yeah, this do it like a hotel floor. Twelve B. <laughs> this would be mezzanine. This is the mezzanine. Oh yeah, it just doesn't have a number. Yeah. Okay. So you might have seen this lady. She her dog was stolen. I don't know what kind of person steals a person's personal dog. I kind of understand if you are a criminal, if you're a thief and you steal those multi thousand dollar dogs from pet stores because there's a great exchange on those. If you steal a six thousand dollar dog and you get a couple or three or four thousand dollars for that. I understand. I'm not saying it's right. But like Chris Rock said, I understand. Right. But if you just go around and you steal somebody's pet out of their car, I think this lady was at a grocery store, and, and maybe it wasn't even in the car. It's not clear. But the, the dog was stolen outside of a grocery store in San Francisco four months ago. Okay. And she's she's been on the case, putting the signs on the telephone poles, putting out the paw boost alerts as hard as she can go. And nothing was working. She was getting no leads on this dog. So she spent $1,200 to have an airplane banner fly over the city. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Looking for her dog. It had her website on it. Shared her story on the website. Somebody saw the airplane banner and got in touch with her. And they found the dog in the animal shelter in Los Angeles. It made it from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Oh my goodness. And that that's even worse because you stole somebody's dog and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. It's either not worth money or I can't keep it. And then you just put it in a shelter and give it back. Well, that to me yeah, makes right? it sound like it wasn't that it was stolen. It makes it sound like it ran away. Like if she had it tied up outside, because if it ended up in an animal shelter, that doesn't sound like who steals. I mean, what kind of monster steals somebody's dog and then takes it to a shelter in another city? You Dude, know, like. You- you live in this world. There are bad people out there. 
Yeah, maybe the dog was on the run. Maybe the dog was like, finally, I don't have to be tied up outside this grocery store ever again. I'm out of here. Thank you, Lord. I made it to Los Angeles. Maybe the dog was finally living its dream of becoming a star in Hollywood. (laughs) You know, think about it, though. That's how those Disney movies happen. (laughs) That's true. I mean, it's basically a Disney movie. It was trying to get away from this lady, wanted to go on an adventure, and then she goes and airplane finds it. But the isn't that dog cool? catcher picked it up. Yeah. Haven't you always wondered how much it would cost to have your message dragged behind an airplane? It's only $1,200 out there, so it's got to be cheaper around here if you wanted to do it. But the question is, how far would you go for your dog? $1,200 is a lot of money. Uh, would you invest that much to get your dog back? If I had it, if I you know had that kind of money, I think I would, but I, I don't know. That's my whole stimulus check, and I don't even right. have that yet. <laughs> I want to fly a banner just to find my stimulus check. So what if, because I have some experience in this, and there are payment plans, and you can get your very own um, pet medical bill credit card, which will cover some of these astronomical things that happen to tiny little pets that shouldn't have thousands of dollars of things wrong with them, but sometimes they do. How far do you go with that? Because you think about old country people – if you even talked about $50 vet bill, they would say, I got a cure for that. It's eight cent. It's called a shotgun shell or a 22 bullet. You know, they didn't pay anything to take care of a pet. If they got something on them, they'd put motor oil on them and hope for the best. Well, I feel like yeah, that but- happens a lot. I think there's a lot of times where people get a pet and they're like, they don't realize how expensive they could be. And that's what how the pets end up in the shelters, isn't it? Most definitely, yeah. I think the people you're talking about, though, they're... The- those, those animals aren't really their pets. They're like working dogs. They're like an old hound dog that hangs around. And so there's not the same connection as the one that you carry in your purse. Yeah, I guess so. It's, it's, I, got, I got my big hound dog purse out today. <laughs> it's also very likely that they would do that with a relative if they had to as well. <laughs> it's true. Put some motor oil on Aunt Betty. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be all right. Well, y'all remember my little dog, Shimp. He had, first off, he had kidney disease, which was bad, and that was one problem. But then he broke his back, and I think I broke his back. I think that this was back when he would sleep in the bed, and there was no moving him off of that. You know, he would sit at the foot of the bed and whimper and whine and bark until he got on the bed. So I was home without the family one time, and the dog was in the bed, and I'm pretty sure I rolled over on him and broke his back. Oh, no, you, not, you rolled over on the baby? I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> All I know is we were in bed and the next day his back was broke. But I don't know. It could have been anything. I'm almost, I'm, at any point, I'm going to have to build steps like onto my bed because we have the two little dogs and yeah. they will throw themselves off, especially the <laughs> chunkier one. Like our middle dog is, he's a thick boy. And he, when he hits the ground, it's like a loud thud. But we're constantly yeah. like, no, 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 don't show up. Bump. There he goes. Oh, yeah. My best friend has himself. a my best friend has a Yorkie and she's never had a tiny dog like that before and was kind of overfeeding it. And the dog got a little chunky and ended up tearing its ACL and it <laughs> cost like almost two thousand dollars to get it fixed. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my parents dog. So my my sister's husband took the dog skiing. Like the dog yep. was just running with him and he was skiing at Tuckerman's Ravine in New Hampshire and a snowboarder came down too fast and ended up cutting the dog's Achilles. 
So he had to carry the dog back out of the car. Long story short, is ended up needing thousands of dollars in surgery. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that's what I'm getting at. So Shemp had a broken back. There's a animal hospital on Peters Creek Parkway in Winston Salem was the only one that would even talk to us about doing it. And the doctor up front said, "Look, you're talking about a small dog and a really big bill." You have two options. You can lock him up in a box and hope it gets better, just leaving him in there for a month, taking him out and holding him while he pees over the grass, or you bring him in and we go in and we do surgery and we fuse these vertebrae and we core this out and, you know, a lot of medical detail, and it's going to be about $3,800. And you hear that number for a dog and you're thinking, oh, my God, what do you do? How far do you go with that? So, of course, that's where you get the pet healthcare credit card that you're still paying on is what you do if you know but people will do that for any almost remember the stories about the people paying like hundreds of dollars to uh do surgery on their goldfish oh yeah, yeah that's so, right I mean, it for a lot of people and i you know i'm not saying that my, it's not for me but a lot of people it's like your kid you know you everyone always makes fun of that statement but your your pet is like your kid and you'll spend whatever to make sure they're okay yeah. I wouldn't do that on a goldfish for sure. No, nah. <laughs> I've mean, got a great goldfish plan though. If you have any trouble with a goldfish, <laughs> I'll handle it for you for two or three hundred dollars, and I'll just share this with you two in case you guys want to get in with me on my goldfish business. Yeah, what you do is somebody calls you up. They have a goldfish that needs some help. You go uh-huh. in, you take it, you know, off their hands. Okay, in the bowl. You flush that down the toilet. You go to the pet store, you get a $2 goldfish, put it in that bowl, and you take it back, and you say, here you go, it's all better now. That'll be $10,000 or whatever the cost is to fix a goldfish. Do you Profit. think... Okay, that, first of all, that's brilliant. Do people actually replace pets? Like, you see that in movies or hear stories about that. Has anyone ever had their pet or, or know of a situation where someone, like, their pet died while they were gone at camp or something, and then their parent <laughs> your replaced... Parents- yeah, got, replaced it. Replaced it with a lookalike kind of thing. Like you always see that in the TV and movies. Like, oh, they'll never know. I feel like I would know. Like I, I feel like with a goldfish, would you really not, know? No, not no. a fish. But I mean, like a dog, <laughs> like a hamster. Maybe that you could get away with a hamster. Um, not maybe. Attached. Well, let me let me give you one of those that's kind of not exactly the same. But you know, we've got that cat that lives here in my house, and. It used to go outside. It doesn't go outside anymore because it got its butt kicked by two of the neighborhood cats and will not go past the doorway anymore. So Mm -hmm. there's another cat that looks just like this cat that lives here. And it was on my back on the deck one night. And I went outside and I saw it. And I said, Jack, what are you doing out here? And it ran away. And I came inside and there's Jack. And so I go, okay, that is just a lookalike that just happened to be out there. What are the odds of that? I told my daughter that story, and she asked me a question that blew my mind. She goes, well, then how do you know that this cat is actually Jack, and that one wasn't the real Jack, and this is that other cat? Imposter. Did you ask it? It, Yeah, (laughs) I did. I'm still asking it every time it comes around. (laughs) Does it answer to Jack? (laughs) You know, do cats answer to anything? I don't know. Yeah, does it also answer to cat? Does it also answer to, hey, you? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's hard if it's like an all black, unless there was some sort of distinctive mark or something like that. That's the crazy thing. They're, um, what do you call it? Tortoise shell. They're like that black calico looking thing. They were both skinny tortoise shell cats. What are the odds of that? Wow. 
Yeah, so he was being replaced by a body double uh, from space. <gasps> the evil twin. Yeah, did That's it have right. a goatee? Look, maybe it'll come back and get its friend. Maybe that one is out there. <laughs> Take Jack with you. <laughs> swing back through. So how far do you go? Because the alternative is it's just got to go, you know, across the rainbow bridge. And that's the hardest thing you ever have to do. That's absolute last resort. Does it come oh, down yeah. to money? You know, we'll, I guess that's an old school thing because the old dudes would never spend that kind of money on any pet. Doesn't matter. No, I mean, it, it comes down to what you can afford if it's possible that you can make payments on it. And it also comes down to will the animal have a better quality of life afterwards? Right. You know, there's this, there's this comedian I follow and they have a bull mastiff and he's spent tens of thousands of dollars on like hip replacement, knee replacement, like whatever, like leg surgeries on this dog. But they keep doing it. Like he's like, I could have gotten a new car a couple times over, but it's just the attachment to the animal. I think it's just right. like, and I think it's like you said, if you've got the cash or or you feel like you can make it work, you'll make it work. Yeah, and I st- I still wish that I would have cloned some of my earlier ones. You know, although who knows how that would have turned out? I might have really? three or four hundred really stupid dogs around here if I'd have been let loose <laughs> exactly. with the cloning machine. So, God. all right, here's here's something. There's two scientists out there in the world who have a $1 billion bet to see whether the first person who lives to be 150 years old is alive right now today. Well, they'd have to be. Wait, but but they're they're betting that they can find that whether or not there there is a 150-year-old person out there right now? One guy says advances in biomedical science and drugs that improve cellular function would make living to 100 routine with a few people reaching 150. The other guy says the upper limits of life are in the mid to high 80s. But under that scenario, more people will live to see 100, but not 150. They agree that it's going to be their descendants who get to collect the money from the bet. But they're saying, for instance, a baby born today might live to be 150 years old. And so oh, okay. their family, their family and the the executors of their will have to keep this bed alive after these two old scientists are dead. Where's the billion dollars come from, I wonder? Yeah, well, I guess they think that if they put if they socked it away, it's going to gain interest in whatever by the time that the person actually hits 150 cuz honestly, it could be like Maddie, your daughter could be the first person to live to be 150, but we won't know that because she's only 13 right now. Yeah, but the best part about that is that (laughs) I I like the idea that grandpa made a bet or great-great-grandpa made a bet, and now his ancestors are supposed to keep that going. I think at a certain point, once they're dead, I I I sit down with the other family and be like, yo, let's split this. (laughs) If the will says they have to, then they have to, though. It's legally binding. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like by the time that comes and goes, that maybe we'll have found a workaround to their wills. <laughs> sure, that's true. what you say until your grandpa wins the bet and you get the billion dollars. And you're like, whoa, whoa, no, we're not splitting this. No, that's what I'm saying, though. Grandpa, once they die and they don't have any clue, we're on to the next generation. Peace let's out. Let's make a deal. Yeah, yeah let's make a on. deal. Let's sit down right now. Let's you, me, and the on. lawyer, I'll cut the lawyer in on this deal to make some revisions here. <laughs> I got yeah, you'd be napkin. really mad when you're the gra- your grandpa would have been the one and you would have gotten the billion dollars. I just, you made a deal. I think that's crazy to think that. And it goes back. Do they have the billion dollars now sitting in an account? 
No, they have something. I just found out an additional part of the story. They're pretty sure that over the course of time, there's limited edition Beanie Babies are going to be worth at least that much. <laughs> they got that the purple prince, one. The Princess Diana. Yeah, that's right. I, I've got a, I got an unopened Lando Calrissian, and I got a real good feeling about it. Hey, do you really? <laughs> no. But talking more. about people living to be 150, can you imagine how miserable you would be? Like, Charlie, you're 50. Could you imagine adding 100 years to that? Wow. Um, no, I really can't. But I do. If I stayed in good health and I could take care of myself, sure. Dude, Jeez. my back hurts like a mother right now. I don't want to feel this. <laughs> Add 50, 60. Whoa, well, no, wait. 100, 100 more years. Oh, we're talking 150. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. I wonder if my math would get any better. But no, 110 <laughs> years on this? No, no. way. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's unfathomable. You, you meet people who are 100. How old was that old lady that um, ate the Vicks Vapo Rub? Was she even 100? Oh, yeah. Mm. She was 103. 103. Yeah. So Great Aunt Letty. God love about, her. Think about her plus 50, man. Okay. I will tell you that, um, you know, my you ask my dad. My dad is 90 years old, and he is in very great health, knock on wood, takes care of himself, lives by himself, everything. And he sometimes he kind of acts like, you know, I'd be okay with being done with this. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but you kind of, he's just like, wow, I just, ne he never could have imagined he was going to live this long. Sure. I think all old people have those moments where, the, especially if they're in a good place, if, if they're, they have a happy relationship with everybody and they're pretty yeah. well set, they'll my say aunt's, stuff like that. My aunt is in her late seventies and I have definitely heard those words out of her mouth. I've got yeah. like yeah, I could be done. <laughs> I still have a set of grandparents that are both kicking in their late nineties, and I now, mean, now when you say kicking, <laughs> kicking each other, yeah, no, they, they are karate champions. No, they, <laughs> no, they're still mobile and they they still have their you know wits about them. And look, they're, they're only karate champions because they're the only ones in their age bracket, and they show up <laughs> and take those belts every time. There's no competition anymore. They outlived everybody. That's like that's like the last time I did it. I emceed uh, one of those like five Ks, and it's like they have awards for all the age <laughs> the age ranges. And there's always like the the some seventy year old who's like, "And you won because it was you, <laughs> the only one here." <laughs> <laughs> like J J Jenny Lou, it took you. She's still on the course, but she's the winner. <laughs> yeah, it took you ten hours to do it, but you won. <laughs> She'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> If there was somebody that you knew right now who was 150, that'd mean they were born in 1870. That'd mean when they were small kids, they they knew about cowboys. That'd mean that they, they knew about a time before there were cars. You know, imagine what you would see over the course of 150 years. Imagine how crazy it is what people who are right now 70 or 80 years old, the stuff they've seen the the advances that have come just in the last 50 60 years yeah sure i've, I've witnessed that witnessed that firsthand trying to explain to my parents who are in their 70s how to zoom it was <laughs> it was a really fun experience no dad your hands on the microphone mom mom no push the button that says a microphone button swipe mom okay she hung up at least you got that far. My dad still has a flip phone. <laughs> yeah oh but my now god he's a hipster now he's retro i guess <laughs> 
My mom's got a flip phone too, and it is torture because I didn't know this. My sister was there one day. I called my mom to check on her, and she was at my sister's house, and everybody was over there. And everything I say to my mom, so what are you guys doing? And what? Are you guys getting ready to go eat lunch? Huh? <laughs> so my sister gets on the phone, and I go, oh, my God, what is going on? And my sister says, well, she's got this old flip phone, and it sounds like you're talking through a tunnel. I can barely understand or hear you. And I said, oh, okay, so she's not going deaf and insane right now on the phone. Okay, good. It's the phone. <laughs> it's the old flip phone. Good. That's better. Like, my dad only turns his on when he's going somewhere. It's not always on. <laughs> it's only for travel. That's good, man. I never thought I would be the way I am. Y'all remember how I fought getting a phone, how I fought getting a smartphone. I had my razor or whatever that thing was, that gray flip phone right. forever. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Have and you broken I, down have you broken down and finally put an app on your iPhone yet? I had to. Oh, I had that's to. right, that one for work? Yeah, the one for work I had to get yeah. it. Um, but I think I got another. Oh, I think Messenger is an app now. It won't let you do it through oh, the yeah, internet yeah, yeah. anymore. Yeah, it has to be an app. So they make you do it, man. But I do sometimes wish I still had my flip phone because this little brain sucker is just such a drag sometimes. You know, you don't realize how much time you're spending on it and how much of your information is being gathered while you just scroll through story after rabbit hole story over and over, especially right now. You know, you they call it doom scrolling late at night when you get stuck on a news site and you're reading all about the virus and you go from one story to the next to the next, you know? <laughs> That's the difference between you and me. You're doing that. If I'm doom scrolling, all I'm doom scrolling is a video of how to woodwork on a lathe. I watched this resin video of some guy putting wood pieces into a bowl and like shaping it on a wood lathe. I watched that thing for a half an hour. It was awesome. Wow. That sounds pretty good, though. I'd ra- you know, I should do something like that because that, you're broadening your mind. You're you're teaching yourself something. Sure, you're Every- learning something, or at least I, learning yeah. how someone else does something. I seriously, <laughs> I want to get a lathe. I think that would be super fun. I would make hey, all the coolest stuff. My no. God, you need your fingers. Don't get a lathe. <laughs> no, this will give him another excuse to go out to the store three, four, five times a day. Gotta go get you're some ridiculous. lathe supplies. Uh, I am not I fe- going out to the store that much. Maddie, you do understand in our profession you need to be able to push buttons and 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 use your fingers and they're kind I'll of important. I'll get him a wand. I'll get him a mouth wand. <laughs> After he cuts his fingers off, I, I'll I'll be able to get him outfitted with some stuff. Get I'll some use your... my nose or I'll poke at something. I'll get an attachment. I'll yeah. get a, a stump attachment that I can poke on things. I feel like I Oof. would adapt eventually. Remember like that guy with the pinchers that I told you about that used to come over to my grandma's woods and pick the blackberries and he would squash them and I used to get so mad at him? Yeah, because he crushed all of them. Oh, you dirty old... Get out of here. Get out of here with your stupid pincher claw. Get out of here. You're wasting all the blackberries. Can you imagine how frustrated he was where he's like, oh, I finally got... He thought he was great. See, and just think, you know, you talk about advancements in technology. Now, maybe that guy has been able to upgrade to a fancy new bio touch hand. And now he's delicately plucking blackberries and crying. He's just like, well, yeah. I've never been able to do this. Now, that, that guy's been dead 40 years. Easy. <laughs> okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> he was the grandfather of the kids that lived across the woods from us. And there was always some kind of craziness going on over there. And the grandmother... They didn't call her grandma or granny or big mama or mama 
or Mama or Big Meyer or Nanny or Mima or Mimi. Or Gigi. She was she was Ganga. <laughs> wow. Ganga. That's clunky. And they would they would be running up from somebody else's yard. Ganga! Ganga! <laughs> and Ganga's husband was the one with the pincher claw. And he would come over uh, across the street. We we had woods out behind my grandmother's house, and there was this huge blackberry, like a thicket of blackberries. And when they would come in, the whole neighborhood would get down in there in the ditch with their buckets and pick blackberries. And it was kind of an event. And so I would come through the woods and come out and walk down there and watch them picking and kind of act like, you know, yeah, my grandma's property, you know. Tell, um, tell me you wouldn't guy, watch the movie Gunga and the Claw. <laughs> What is that? I don't know it. That would be a fun movie with Gunga and the Claw hanging out, picking blackberries, yelling at Oh, kids. I thought this. I thought you were referencing a real movie. No, that's a great title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a world <laughs> Gunga. where blackberries, Gunga, squish, squish. <laughs> one man makes wine with one hand. <laughs> Yeah, and they used to sneak out of their window. They used to sneak out of the window at Ganga's house and run around the neighborhood. Oh, the crazy times. I don't think. You know, I always love the thing about sneaking out of windows. I never once snuck out of my house. You no? didn't? Did you just walk out the front door? No, I never did any of that. We were way out in the country, so there was nowhere to go. Did like, you have curfew? Everywhere. Yeah, and then... In that case, I just came in through the front door. I didn't have to sleep in. Mean, they were usually asleep. No, 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 no. You came home at your curfew, but you never snuck back out afterwards? No, again, I live way too far out in the country. It took me 30 minutes to get home. I'm not going to sneak in <laughs> and sneak back out again. I ain't got gas money for that. Well, now, so I couldn't climb out the window because my bedroom was on the second floor of the house. So we didn't do that, but I would slowly creep down the stairs and sneak out but my one of my very good friends in high school she did have a first floor bedroom window and she would sneak out of it to go hang out with her boyfriend and one night she fell asleep at somebody's house Uh and like woke up butt crack of dawn the next morning and tried to sneak back home and her dad was already out mowing the grass Oh, no. So she's trying to sneak in her bedroom window and like he saw her butt fall through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And and knew that she had snuck out and she got a lot of trouble. She couldn't play it off like, oh, I dropped something. I was just going back in through the window for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, I always do that. I do that first thing in the morning. That's my new no. <laughs> my just, routine. Just because, yeah, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Come on, dad. Uh, What? (laughs) Oh, my God, that is such an awful feeling to wake up somewhere and realize what you've done. I did that on a Christmas Eve one time and woke up and realized it was Christmas morning and I had to get home. And the guy who I was with did not want to take me home at all. Oh, gosh, have I told you guys my master sneaking out story? The one time I got busted so hard. No, I don't know. Okay, so I, I got into the habit of getting home at my curfew. My mom would go to bed. This was after my parents split up. So my mom would go to bed, and then I'd sneak back out. And this one night, I snuck out and went to hang out with this a group of people. There was a bunch of them, but the guys that were driving were these two older brothers that kind of didn't have the best reputation in town. So uh-huh. I shouldn't really have been hanging out with them anyway. They were nice, but you know, you get what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Sneak out with them. I'm like, I don't know, 16, 17. And we proceeded to get drunk, like 
hammer faced and I passed out in their car. So they're like, oh, crap. What do we do with this girl? She's hammer faced drunk. We can't take her home and dump her on her doorstep. So they took me back to their house and put me on the couch. I mean, totally innocent, totally nice. Put me on the couch, whatever. And I zonked out there. I wake up the next morning, and to this day, I remember looking up at the like the end table, and there's a can of Arid Extra Dry right there in front of my face, and I'm like, what the where? Oh, my God! Mike, Mike, you got to take me home. you got to take me home. Um, one of my things of sneaking out was sneaking out in my socks so that my mom wouldn't hear my shoes. So I'm in my socks, and it's raining. So they take me home. I go running up the driveway in the rain in my socks and go to open the door and the door won't open. And I knew I'd left it unlocked and I try to turn it. And then my mom's face appears on the other side of the door. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) My alarm clock had gone off and woke her up. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I was in a lot of trouble. That whole waking up somewhere you don't remember getting there. I don't miss that at all. No, yeah. I don't either. I'm trying to think if I've. Yeah, I mean, I've had it happen, but it was I was home, so there was one of those nights where I was out at the bar. That was in, that was around here in Greensboro, and I woke up in my bed. I'm like, all right, let me just check. Okay, my car's not out there. <laughs> That's good. So I didn't drive. All right, check. Uh, do I have a bar tab receipt? Yes, I paid my bar tab. All right, everything's fine. I must have horrified an Uber driver. That's pretty much. <laughs> But even like in your 20s, you never like went out yeah. and then came home or didn't come home, but woke up somewhere and you're like, okay, whose house am I at? No. What happened? You never did that? No. I, what a sweet boy. And what I only had one. Sweet boy. And it's funny because I did have one of those instances where somebody had to bring me home because I got too banged up somewhere else. And they basically they, they brought me in my car back to my parents' house. This is when I was in high school <laughs> and kind of left me there. Um, in the car, I, get, uh, I think they like, yeah, they left me in the car in front of my house. I was then made it into this, you know, inside and without incident, although that might've been the time that I forgot to pull the e-brake on my car and it rolled off into the trees. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. But yeah. It does. I've been pretty, I've had knock on wood. I've had pretty good luck of not w- waking up in a random, strange environment. Yeah, you're the sweet like boy you are. I know. You are. I feel like Sean has too many of those stories to even mention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From back well, in the day. Do you want me? I'll give you one. Okay. Um, I don't remember how this, how the, the night started, obviously. But when I woke up, I thought, why am I in water? I, I felt like I'm a, <laughs> I woke up and I could feel water was the first thing. You know, I knew I wasn't at home. I knew I wasn't in bed and I did not know where I was, but I knew that I was in water. And I said, huh, this is not right. I am in water. It's on my face. It's on my hands. What is Ah. going on here? So before I, you know, freaked out too bad, I rolled around and I realized I had made it as far as the edge of my front porch and had gotten rained on and woke up right there on the edge of the cement front porch in a puddle. So that was a good one. Well, you almost oh, wow. made it. You're right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, but God, the, the Christmas Eve one was the worst one. That was one where you say, all right, that's it. I'm changing my ways now. Please <laughs> forgive me. Uh, everybody, please forgive me. When I get home for Christmas morning and everybody uh, excuses me so I can go crawl into bed, <laughs> I'm going to change everything. Today's the day I'm changing everything. That one was tough. I was not even in the same town. I woke up like in the next county over. Oh, gosh. In a, in, a, in a guy's house that I didn't really know. And at some point during the night, there was I knocked his Christmas tree over and slept in the floor near it. <clears throat> Pieced all this together, because when I woke up in the floor at this guy's house that I didn't know, I was like, what is this? Yeah. There's, right. a, Chris, there's a Christmas tree down. But, uh, you know, that, that was probably the worst one ever. Uh, there, mm-hmm. there were others. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found some aftermath, but generally it's always in my own house. Like I can tell what I've done and what I've done to my house and um, what I've ordered online. See, but you're you're talking. This is all modern stuff. That's man. current. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. Wow. We're learning a lot about this sweet boy. Yeah, I was pretty angelic throughout high school. I was pretty pretty tame. Wow. My, good my for disaster. You. Yeah, college got real rugged. That's where that's where the wheels fell off. That's when I peed the bed on my roommate. Oh, well, that, that loft, happens. Loft bed scenario. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. But that doesn't make that, you a bad person. That's a, that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've wondered. You know, Charlie, you brought that up. So I've wondered if you guys ever wanted to do a Q&A, like ask about the crazy stuff that we've talked about sometimes in the studio. What other just, people ask us, or, or or you guys ask me? Some oh, of man. your stories, your the ones that are going in the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Maddie's yeah. writing a book. Maddie's writing a sweet uh, picture book. Yeah, it's going to be good, and it's also going to be a movie. We've we're, I'm working it out. I'm kind of fleshing it out as I go. But yeah, we're still we're still negotiating with Brad Pitt. So right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you better get on it because he's getting old. <laughs> oh. Hey, man, speaking of technology, I can CGI him and make him look 20. It's going to be great. It's true. It's very true. So, you know, next week, the the rumor is, the rumbling is, for no reason at all, we might be able to go back to work next week, go back to the office. And as you've seen, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas is talking about it. Colorado is talking about it. Some states are opening up for business. You can get your hair did. You can get a tattoo. You can go bowling. Do you think it's too much too soon or do you think bring it on? I think if everybody just goes back to doing things exactly the way we did before, then it's too much too soon. I Some things in place, wearing masks, um, all that kind of stuff, then maybe we could do it. But I'm, I'm worried. My only thing is that people aren't wearing masks right now. Like Every time I go out to the store, and which isn't as often as you make every it sound. Every day, twice a day. <laughs> Again, though, I mean, everybody's out there with just... Free roaming around, like the the woman I said I saw in the store the other day, touching her mouth and bouncing into stuff in her sixties, or you know, the, on her phone, <laughs> or the the old guy who got out of his car to go up to the McDonald's drive-through window for some reason. I don't know what the heck that was, but I've seen some. You know, no one's no one's doing it. It's very rare that I see the mask. Not enough people are doing no. it. No, and and then I think that's it's just people not being realistic about it. And biggest thing is is that. You're kind of protecting people from you. 
Like the mask isn't for right. others, it's for you. And the fact that other people are just out there breathing around, I mean, I think that's part of the problem, but. You could be carrying it and you do not know. So right. for if you wear a mask, that means if you cough or you spit when you talk or whatever, it won't get on somebody else. So I think if we make it mandatory to be out with a mask or, you know, like to be safe, but uh, people are dumb. People are going to do whatever they're going to do. I mean, I can be as safe as I want, but it's going to be somebody else that messes it up. Yeah, but if that's going on, and if that's been going on since the beginning of all this, has it caused any great strain on the healthcare system in Guilford County where you live and where you see this going on? Is the hospital overrun? Has there been a huge spike in cases? I don't know the answer to that. But if the answer is no, then would it be safe to move forward? And and if you did say you're heavily encouraged, maybe even required to wear a mask when you go out. What, I don't see why not. At this point, if if we're saying, as we did in the very beginning of this, before there was a stay-at-home proclamation and all that stuff, when everybody was saying, wash your hands, stay home if you're sick, stay six feet away from everybody. This is when everybody was still at work, they were saying that. Yeah. So why, why can't we go back? And say all those things again. Let's do all that. Let's be really, really tight on all that. And it's going to be up to managers. It's going to be up to the bosses of places to make sure that's executed the way it's supposed to be. But why I not? Think the, I think the stores should still keep special shopping hours for seniors and sure. for immune compromised people. Um, and, and unfortunately, those people are just really going to have to protect themselves because this is out there and it's dangerous and they're the most susceptible to getting it. But the rest of us could try a little harder to be respectful of that as well. Yeah. And I think, yeah, be mindful of people's personal space and don't, again, don't, if you're sick, stay in the house, stay home. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Don't drag your sick butt around breathing on touching everything. And stop wow. picking stuff up at the store to look at it. Just look with your eyes, <laughs> not with your hands. In Guilford County, the biggest spike in cases is 25 to 49-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, again, those are the people that aren't trying. They're not, they're not adhering to the social distancing. They're, not, they're still having gatherings and things like that. So, yeah, it's getting spread. I hate the biggest thing that I hate is it's like, well, it hasn't been as bad as they said it was. Because, I mean, part of that is that people, some people are actually doing what they're supposed to do. And good. I mean, that's yeah, isn't that thing. good? Isn't that a good thing? I don't know why we, we keep want going it back to, to be that. terrible. Yeah, I'm glad a million people haven't died. Like, I'm glad that it's it. You know, yeah, it was drastic, but drastic's what worked in other countries. And so, if things aren't happening, good. It's not supposed to happen. So, right. over, over the last few days, and the numbers that I can see up through the 17th is is the most updated I can see. The cases went. 145, 147, 149. So you can see that. That's two two extra cases per day. Also keep go. in mind though, everyone who hasn't isn't necessarily going to get tested. Well, that's true. And I also believe that there's a million people who have had it and are already better walking around with the antibodies. I think this has been around a long time. I think people have had this as far back as November, December and yeah, have been they're sick saying and that it was well. uh-huh. So you're, you're absolutely right. But as far as what the records show, we're going up 222. That's not huge. I, mean, I don't want anybody to have it. I don't want anybody to get sick, but that's not huge. So do you think next week when the stay at home for the state is over, do you think May 1st, 
boom, doors open back up, but you wash your hands, you wear a mask. Do you think that's going to happen or do you think that they're going to extend this thing? I honestly would prefer that it's that we just gave it a little bit more time, just even a couple more weeks. Yeah, or just at least taper things open with regulations and restrictions and not just open the floodgates because everyone's itching to go back and run outside so fast that, I mean, that's the thing. It's going to go from zero to 60 again. So Yeah, I don't know, but that's... We just need to ease back in. If they're saying May 1st, which is next Friday... Um, I mean, have they put out any regulations? Have they told restaurants, hey, you need to do this differently? No. Have they told hair salons, you need to do this differently? No, they haven't. So they got to get that stuff in place first. Ah, God, you know, I hate to call call y'all out because I'm I'm in it too, but it's easy for us to sit here and say give it more time because that's we true. still have jobs. We got oh, jobs. Well, we're still getting a paycheck. I know that's a whole. And other... I, I understand that. I really, really do. But I want to think that I'd rather you know be try you know have a bit of a trying time financially than for people to die. I don't want people to die. That's yeah. really the tough one. I mean, again. It's hard. It's like you said, bro. It's hard for us to say because we're lucky to be still employed. But again. Yeah, for whatever reason, they called us essential. So, <laughs> ta-da! Hey, mindlessness is essential too. Yeah, and your face teachers from growing up. <laughs> okay. So before we go, are we at time? Oh yeah, we're good. Okay. Before we go, I found this, and I thought I would share this with our podcast friends. Real quick, I'm just going to go through a few of these. I don't want to play you the whole thing today. Oh, just thanks. those for today. I want, well, maybe a couple more since you sound like you need it. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, there you go. I, I can't wait for the battery to die in that thing. I know I'm, I'm terrified because it's oh, got wait. the little thing. It's got the little screwdriver back, and I don't know what kind of battery goes in it. So oh, it's going to take him a while to replace it. Well, here's the one I found. Oh no! Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right, bro. I prefer the natural sound of my dog barking. <laughs> I wish I had one that would play the sound of you growing up. Oh, my God. <laughs> that one never had a battery in it. Okay. <laughs> so here it is. We're going to get out of here for a week. Maybe it could be next week we'll have more information on when they're going to open the state back up. I'm yeah. ready for it. I'm ready for some money to start pumping through this state. Before we go, Charlie, any last thoughts or words we want to leave them with? Um, don't ever sneak out in your socks. You'll have wet feet. Oh, my God. That's awful. What about you, Maddie? It only costs twelve hundred bucks to fly a banner that says somebody's a jerk. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Hey, have a great week, great weekend. We'll see you next week. We appreciate you. Next time. Back in. All right, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.